It is that time of the year. Let's get a state tournament update from John Millay here on Preps Today with John Millay. This is our prep show at talknorth.com. We have pretty much all the sports you would want covered, covered at the network. John, of course, premier expert on MSHSL playoffs, great stories across the state. Brandon Morton is our producer. Best way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You can also go to talknorth.com, find archives of all your shows, all your favorite shows, find some new favorite shows, uh, check out the outdoor content, sports content, variety content. Thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsors, Pizza Barn in Princeton, Propane, uh, environmentally friendly propane, and we're brought to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Let's start today, John, with uh, your state tournament update. Yeah, Jim. Uh, boy, did you call me a premier expert? That's high praise. I don't know if that's a little redundant. It's you know, a little redundant, and it's not accurate at all. But that's okay. We do what we uh, can. Boy, so I wasn't accurate, and I was redundant. <laughs> other than that, other than that, it was, it was a pretty good sentence. They, yeah, I thought it was well done. Yeah, let's go back to last week. Uh, people in Minnesota might remember some snow falling last week. The it wasn't the apocalypse that maybe some people thought it was going to be. But I'll tell you what, I don't know that I've spent nights in a hotel during a state tournament. So this is downtown St. Paul, girls state hockey at XL Energy Center, girls state gymnastics at Roy Wilkins Auditorium, all in the same facility. And uh, it's about, I live about 15 miles away from downtown St. Paul, but being the, uh, being the premier genius that I am, I saw the forecast and I said, I'm going to stay in a hotel. So I did. I stayed right downtown, right across the street from the X and, and not the greatest, uh, conditions when, you know, we had, so we had girls hockey teams staying there, girls, gymnastics teams. That's not the problem. They're getting their rest. They've got to be ready to compete. It's their armies of younger brothers in, gang, in, in gangs running through the halls at all hours, late and early. And uh, uh, But it worked out fine. We had snow, yes. And it was funny in the days before those tournaments, as the snow was predicted, I was inundated with questions, uh, including from the media. Are you going to cancel the girls' hockey and gymnastics? We didn't. We didn't plan to. The team's who had to get here early, got here before the storm. Nobody wasn't here. Uh, The crowds were very small Wednesday and Thursday at girls hockey. And part of that was nobody had school, basically across the state, nobody had school. So nobody had a pet band there. Nobody sent students on buses. Friday and Saturday at girls hockey, the crowds were, were basically back to normal. And gymnastics was Friday and Saturday, always great crowds. So we made, we made it through. Um, we didn't have to cancel anything. I don't think we've ever had to cancel a state tournament other than for worldwide pandemics. And, uh, and everything looks good now, basically, I think, long range through the rest of March when we wrap up the rest of these winter tournaments. But I'll just summarize real quick here. Uh, last week, a state gymnastics, the all-around champions were Taylor Schaefer of St. Cloud. She won all four events. That's how she became the all-around champion. So, so she went home with five gold medals in Class 2A. And the 1A all-around champ was Reagan Kelly of Watertown Mayor, Mound West Tonka. The team gymnastics champions were New Prague and Big Lake. Congrats to everybody there. That's always a great competition. In girls hockey, congrats to the state champs, War Road and Gentry Academy. I did something different 
uh, on championship Saturday, Jim, I wrote about a coach who coached in the, in one of the third place games, the first game of the day at 9 AM, uh, South St. Paul won third place in class a, their coach is Dave Palmquist. And I tell people, I know a thousand high school coaches, uh, you know, all over the state in many sports, Dave's Dave's the best I know as a, as a coach and as a person. And he's got some uh, kind of a unique distinction. Girls hockey became a sport under the high school league in the 1994-95 season. Dave was hired at South St. Paul to coach that first year. He's the only original coach still on the job, you know, almost three decades later. Just a remarkable guy. They love him in South St. Paul. Um, You can read about him at John's Journal at the high school league website. As I said, the Packers finished third at the state tournament. This was their 17th trip to state. They've won four state titles. And Dave, who did coach boys hockey at his alma mater, Minnehaha Academy, before going to uh, South St. Paul, he has coached, uh, it, to me, this is an astounding number, 977 high school hockey games as a head wow. coach. And he's he's not even 60 years old. And he, you know, he's a teacher. He coaches the boys golf team. He loves what he does. Uh, no plans to change anything. Just an exceptional guy. And, uh, and it was fun to chat with him after a third place game. Uh, so now this week, uh, we're talking here on Thursday morning uh, as the state wrestling tournament is kicking off. Thursday is team competition. By the end of the day, we'll have state champs in all three classes of boys wrestling. And then Friday and Saturday, individual competition for boys and girls. Champions in, in, in the individuals decided Saturday. I'll be over there. I'll be over there all three days. It's a real blast. I, I really enjoy this tournament, despite my utter lack of technical wrestling knowledge. I just, you know, I, I've never was a wrestler. It's a great sport to watch. Um, it's, it's just a blast. And you talk about wrestling fans, the dedication to get to this tournament. So today on Thursday for the team competition, Jackson County Central, they're one of the top seeded teams. Uh, they, they lined up fan buses to come to the XL Center and then go home at the end of the day. Those buses boarded at 4.30 in the morning in Jackson for about a three-hour trip to get here before the 9 a.m. start. So that, And I'm sure however many buses they had, I'm sure they were full. And uh, that's, that's just, that says a lot about high school sports fans and their dedication and wrestling fans from Jackson. Absolutely. Uh, Also this weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the boys state swimming and diving event at the University of Minnesota Aquatic Center. Uh, Individual and team champions will be determined on Saturday. And then in boys hockey, this is section championship week uh, when we're going to we're going to know by by the end of the week here, which teams we'll see at the boys state hockey tournament, the X next week. That's exciting. Those games are going on all over the state. They've had some bad weather up north and some games, some section finals had have had to be shifted around. I think everybody's got a place to play in a time now. So we'll uh, we're, we'll be into boys hockey next week. Good deal. And by the way, I'm spending the week at the uh, at the Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament. I was there for the Gopher game yesterday. I'm going back today. Yeah. And a lot of Minnesota kids, uh, of course, with, on the Gophers roster, as Lindsay's recruited very well in the state. But also a lot of the other uh, teams have good Minnesotans, uh, including Sarah Scalia. Yep, we do produce uh, basketball players, that's for sure. No doubt about it. All right, yeah. let's get to let's get to female wrestling coaches. Yeah, I talked about this a little bit last week, Jim. Uh, this turned out to be one heck of a of a neat story. I wrote about 
female wrestling coaches on the high school level. This is the second year we've had girls wrestling under the high school league umbrella, including the state tournament. And I think I, I mentioned last week, I went to a section wrestling tournament for girls and was quite astounded at how many female coaches they saw. So I, I tracked down half a dozen of them or so, and I had some pictures from that day at Hastings. And, and it's really something cool. It's really special. Some of these women are, are in their early 20s and, you know, wrestled against boys in high school. Some of them are not in their 20s. Some are in their 30s or 40s or even past that. One coach has a background as a basketball coach, but when her school said, yes, we're going to sponsor girls wrestling, she, she stood up right away, said, I want to be on the coaching staff. She doesn't, she came in with very little wrestling knowledge. She wanted to make sure the girls had every opportunity. And it's really, it's really cool what these, what these coaches are doing. And an important part of this, of this rise of women's wrestling is Augsburg university. They've had a women's collegiate wrestling team for several years now. And most of these younger coaches I talked to the, the twenty the somethings, they wrestled at Augsburg, at least a couple of them. And they, they, they see the opportunities the high school girls have now and boy, they wish they could have done that because mostly they wrestled against the boys and, and that rarely saw other girls wrestling. So if you want to go to the high school league website, mshsl.org, read about these uh, wrestling coaches. It's really, really interesting. I thought. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm glad you've been bringing up that topic lately. Um, yep. anything more on that subject? No, that's good. That's good. I'm looking forward to seeing the, seeing the young female wrestlers over. That's going to be exciting. It was, it was remarkable last year at the state tournament and they've, we've doubled the number of girls at state. 96 girls will wrestle at state this weekend. It's going to be really, really something. That's great. Great stuff. All right. Next up, we're going to thank a ref, as we always do. We're going to congratulate a coach and some students, and we'll bring you John's most valuable teammate of the week. Uh, first of all, we want to let you know we are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio, and we, as always, want to thank Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton. You bet, Jim. As we know, the Pizza Barn's an exciting, inventive place. And in honor of the Pizza Barn's 40th anniversary this year, they're, they're going to come up with a 40th anniversary T-shirt. And it, of course, will have a 1980s theme. That's when the place started. So if you go to the Pizza Barn Facebook page, you can you can post about your favorite memories from the 80s in the comments. And uh, we're going to get our hands on some of those T-shirts, Jim. I can feel it. I can't wait to see what those look like. They're going to be fantastic. And remember, as we get closer to spring weather and outdoor events, the Pizza Barn is hiring for all its food truck positions. Right now, they need food truck operators, cooks, support staff. So go to pizzabarnprinceton.com. Uh, they have a link there to for, with more information. And of course, the Pizza Barn's famous for pizza, but they have a complete menu with everything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in-person dining, take and bake, delivery, catering, uh, they have chicken, they have sandwiches, lots of appetizers, soups, salads, a great kids menu and more. And as always, our great thanks to Jody Stay and her crew at the Pizza Barn. Yes, thank you, Jody. We also want to let you know that propane is environmentally friendly. A lot of people agree we need to lower our carbon footprint. They also agree we need reliable and affordable energy every minute of every day. A diverse energy mix will pro provide reliability and affordability, which is extremely important during Minnesota's four distinct seasons. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. 
Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid. And propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane. Renewable propane is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability propane the right energy right now find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com all right let's thank a ref yeah there was a a really neat tweet from a basketball official uh, up up north a little bit here his name is brandon johnson quote two takeaways from refing last night at bertha hewitt number one we should really start applauding pep bands more top notch again in bertha so the ref is is thanking the pep band Number two, he writes, things like this are greatly appreciated. A care package from the student council goes a long way. And he had a picture of what they'd put together at Bertha Hewitt for the stu- for the referees. Way to go, Bertha Hewitt pep band and student council and way to go officials. No doubt about it. All right, let's congratulate a coach. Yeah, uh, Kingsland boys basketball coach John Fenske got his 400th career win in basketball. That's a big number. He has coached girls and boys basketball at Kingsland over over 30 plus years. Uh, a neat tweet from uh, Wilmer High School. They hosted a girls section basketball doubleheader. Uh, they tweeted congrats to New London Spicer and Montevideo for advancing to the uh, 3AA uh advancing in the three double-A sections. The MVPs of the game were the Montevideo students for cleaning the bleachers after the game. That's outstanding. It's not even your own gym, but before you go home, you, you clean up all the trash in the bleachers. That's excellent. And there was a question posted on Twitter. I I, I, I posed this uh, the other day. Hey, if you want anything we can talk about, let us know. Somebody said, what preparations are the MSHSL making for use of shot clocks in basketball next season? Well, the high school league's preparations are done. The board of directors approved shot clocks. Now it's in the hands of the schools. They're all going to have shot clocks. They're going to be required for varsity basketball next season. So the prep, the preparation, as far as the high school league goes, is done. Now, you know, and I, I've talked to lots of school people who, yep, they 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 got them, they got them paid for. If they don't have them already, a ton of schools have them already. But the others, they're going to have them all wired up and ready to go next season. So the, the prep is is well underway. Excellent. All right. Is it time to get to our most valuable teammate? It is. And that most valuable teammate this week is Carson Roshan. He's a senior basketball player from Goodhue. He was injured in early January, a pretty significant injury, made the decision with the support of his parents to play the rest of this season, his senior season, with a torn ACL. And Carson said, quote, I don't expect to play. I just want to be a part of this team, unquote. That's that's pretty spectacular. And the maturity that Carson has shown is immeasurable, and his teammates are so happy to have him on the team. Congrats to Carson Roshan of Goodhue on being the latest, most valuable teammate. Once again, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Easiest way to listen. It's free. Go to talktork.com, find all the other shows you like, subscribe to those, or just go to the website. It's cool. Whatever works for you. Thanks again to Brandon Morton. Thanks again to Jody Stay in Pizza Barn. Thanks again to Propane, propane.com. Uh, any final thoughts for us, John? Anything coming up this week of interest? 
Well, like I said, you know, state wrestling this week, yep. state basketball or, or uh, state boys hockey next week. I want to mention, uh, uh, I'm going to, like I said, we're going to get our hands on those Pizza Barn anniversary t-shirts. I got a t-shirt in the mail recently here. It's from, it's from our friends at Randolph High School. I think it was in the fall. You know, they, they, they raise money like nobody for, for good causes. So I think I think it was tackle cancer. They they broke all the records for you know a, a one tackle cancer football game with how much money they raised, and and I, I I responded to a tweet about that with with a tweet that said Randolph, Minnesota is a special place. Pretty brief tweet, and I got a I got an email from somebody down there said Hey, we're gonna we're gonna design our next round of T-shirts, kind of school spirit wear T-shirts. Can we put your tweet on that T-shirt? And I said, yes, you can under one condition. You send me a T-shirt that I can wear. There so I go. tweeted I tweeted the front and the back of it a couple of days ago. It's really cool. It's just, you know, it's, it's really a neat looking shirt. And it's got my tweet and my little Twitter face on the back that just says Randolph, Minnesota is a special place. So I'm going to wear that with pride. And, and congrats to everybody down in Randolph for everything they do. Beautiful. Great stuff. I'm going to say it again. Great show as always, John. Uh, Thanks again to Brandon. Hey, thank you for listening to this show. Thanks for listening to talknorth.com. We do appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week.